0: This is Fred the wall with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The Rio Grande Valley Partnership is the Valley's Regional Chamber of Commerce. Recently, the group held a breakfast event at the Mission Events Center. The event was titled 87th Legislative Session Wrap-Up, Impact on the Business Community. There were four speakers, Terry Canales, State Representative from Edinburgh and Chairman of the House Committee of Transportation. Veronica Gonzalez, Vice President of UT Rio Grande Valley. Glenn Hammer, president and CEO of the Texas Association of Business, and Lee Parsley, general counsel of Texans for Lawsuit Reform. This podcast features the remarks from the podium of Glenn Hammer.
1: And I want to thank uh, everyone here for the warm welcome. Uh, Chairman uh, Canalis, uh his remarks were right on, right on the money in terms of the importance of making sure we get good border infrastructure. And Veronica, I learned so much. Uh, and my day started in a great way. That cup of coffee right there was uh, poured and presented by a student uh, uh, who, who's getting a great education and looking to uh, eventually go go to law school. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the next speaker, so I've got to leave a lot of time. Uh, Lee and uh, Texans for Lawsuit Reform, I'm just going to tell you, They are, in my opinion, the most important group in the state to keep a pro-business environment. And I'm I'm very grateful that Mary Tips serves on our board. And uh, since I've come to the state of Texas, and by the way, uh, when I applied for the job, I was misinformed. Texas is not a state, it's a country. Uh, Mary has been uh, extremely, extremely generous. And on, on a 30,000-foot level, uh, this state is its is the fastest-growing state. It is the center of the universe when it comes to the free market system. It's not hyperbole. I mean, if you really look globally, it's China and the United States, and Team USA has to win. And within the U.S., and, and this is not a partisan statement, it's two big systems. It's the Texas system and the California system, and Texas needs to win. And even think about one of the unusual things for me, having spent a while in DC, pretty partisan, spent a while in Arizona to get a little partisan. One of the neat things about Texas that I hope always stays, regardless of which party is in power, is that you have chairs of the opposite party. And you take a look at the work that Chairman Canales is doing, Uh, this is a system that, that works really well. Uh, to drill down specifically, uh, you know, Leo talked about uh, the, the great uh, strides made in the litigation environment, and that's a big deal, uh, because during my time in Arizona, part of the way I made a living was dealing with all the great stuff Texas did and TLR did on um, lawsuit reform, and I'm, I'm not kidding about that, uh, and, and running those bills in, in, in Arizona having a great legal environment is a fundamental requirement to have a good business environment. When you take a look at what's going on in manufacturing and all of these incredible deals that we're seeing across the state, uh, a big part of that is to have a foundational legal environment where uh, companies know that they can invest without the threat of uh, frivolous, frivolous litigation. But what we wanted to do uh, at the Texas Association of Business is focus on those meat and potato issues that benefit companies of all sectors from all around the state. And I want to thank Sergio from day one, uh, helping me and, and being a great, uh, a great advocate for RGV uh, within within the statewide within the statewide chamber network. So our focus was on being a good supporting uh, actor when it came to uh, litigation reform, abuse of trucking, uh, uh, suits, uh, COVID liability reform. I believe Texas passed uh, probably the best law in the country in that in that area. And then Meat and Potatoes uh, had a great chance to to, to, to see uh, and sit next to, to J.D. Uh, broadband, uh, that's a bipartisan uh issue where we all benefit, and if you take a look at the third special session, by the way, I was so excited, biennial uh, legislative sessions every other year, I had to deal with this every year in Arizona, but they didn't tell me is that they're special sessions, but the third special session really ended with 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 a nice bet, $500 million for broadband, uh, some money for the true initiative, I, I believe, uh, as well as uh, what was... Uh, very important, I think, for this area and other areas, $180 million for funding grants to tourism, travel, and hospitality entities. And then one of the uh, big ticket items that we spent a lot of time on, and we really appreciated uh, Governor Abbott's leadership here, was to make sure that the final special session used uh, a good chunk of those federal dollars. I think it was $1.3 billion to shore up the state's unemployment insurance uh, program That was super important because if that didn't happen, I think some of the statistics of the Texas Workforce Commission, which and they do a, a great job in our view, showed is that it could lead to pretty double-digit increases in what companies would be paying in employment insurance uh, each and every year. That's something we all would have felt and, and felt in a very, very negative way. Uh, you know, other, other nice wins during the legislative session uh, were PPP, loan forgiveness, you know, there's a lot I can criticize uh, the federal government on and, and I wish it, it was far more functional like the Texas legislature, but but overall on some of the pandemic relief programs, I want to give our Republican and Democratic leaders in, in the Congress uh, credit. The, the Paycheck Protection Program was a lifesaver and uh, we wanted to make sure on the state level that companies that... Uh, that use that program uh, wouldn't have to pay uh, franchise taxes They're getting back up on their feet. And that was a bipartisan victory. And then telemedicine was mentioned, Uh, you know, there's, this has been a terrible tragedy and difficult time in terms of uh, the the pandemic, but there's certain things that we learned in terms of uh, telemedicine and televisits and, and we were able to get some good laws on the books to make that uh, easier. And of course, uh, it's impossible to get a burrito to go without a margarita. And very, very thankful, and I, I can't do it. Maybe you guys can. Uh, very thankful the governor did sign, sign a law that will allow that to continue in in, in, in perpetuity. Uh, there is one area that I think we're gonna have to, I, I don't think, I know we're, we're all going to have to work on. Uh, you, know, you take a look at Texas. No income tax, that's great. Uh, light regulatory touch, that's great. Uh, overall, pretty easy to permit, that's great. Uh, property taxes are important, obviously, to fund uh, our educational system and other uh, important public investments, but, but they are very high for capital investments. And Texas, for the last 20 years, has been using a tool that's called uh, Chapter 313, to get a lot of these big deals. I mean, when you take a look at November, it's a pretty good month, where $47 billion worth of investment, Samsung and TI, Texas Instruments, just in semiconductors. Well, 313 incentives were part of that. Now, that will go away at the end of December 2022. There were issues and are issues with that in terms of how it functions, but the bottom line is Texas is going to have to reimagine a a property tax tool that helps large-scale investment. And, and that isn't just semiconductors. That's agriculture. That's uh, energy. You know, uh, flying here. I noticed a lot of uh, wind turbines uh, before before we landed. Uh, we're going to all have to work together. And, and Sergio, we're really going to need the help of, of RGB to to make the case because we want to keep Texas number one, and uh, that has been part of the of the secret sauce on the on the, on the federal level. I spent uh, 10 years in D.C. worked worked on a Capitol Hill. The trade issue is extremely important, and i I'm was so proud that in Arizona we got every member of the congressional delegation to vote for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Until I like, learned Texas did the same thing, and Texas is four times as big. We win with trade. It is a great thing that Texas is a is a border state with our friend, ally, and neighbor, Mexico. Four states. Arizona is just is just one. We are going to develop that, and we're going to need to develop that with the leadership of our chief. And, and a lot of the ports of entry issues, those should be bipartisan issues, we want to play a role in, in helping uh, persuade our federal delegation to make sure that this area gets the resources it needs. We all win when our ports of entry are properly, uh, are properly resourced. Final thing on the federal side is, is immigration. Uh, I think the greatest, one of the greatest comparative advantages the United States has uh, is that the best and the brightest and the hardest working people want to come here. At least that's what my wife tells me. She's from Israel. Uh, We need to make sure that we have permanent status with a path to legalization for our DACA recipients and, and our DREAMers. We need workers. Wherever I go across the state, a constant is we need workers. I'm a football guy, okay, I'll admit. Cowboys doing a little bit better than Cardinals right now. You don't want to take points off the board. We've got great people that have helped keep us safe and alive and, and, and fed and all those types of things during the pandemic. The least we could do is, is, is push for Congress to, to finally uh, get, get something done. And I want to close by saying, I want to thank Sergio. There's a lot of supply chain issues. We have a big uh, federal EDA grant to help us uh, resolve some of the supply chain supply chain issues Sergio has been a great leader in, in, in that effort and uh, and I'll close by just saying I just uh, want to thank uh, everyone for uh, for for helping me get uh, acclimated in, in Texas and at the Texas Association of Business we, we want to make sure that uh, all 254 counties it only took me two interviews to figure that out all 254 counties in Texas uh, do well thank you.
0: This is one of a two part podcast series on the RGB Partnership's breakfast event. This is Fred Tanaval reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service, signing out.